You're listening to The Other Side of Texas. I'm Daniel, the Digital Millennial Guru. Stay tuned for a couple spots from our sponsors. They keep the show going. Thank you. Small business is big in West Texas, fueled by a special breed of entrepreneurs. They sow seeds of hard work and rely on each other to grow. They're all connected by a common thread that creates the character of our community, and they keep us moving forward. And no one brings small business together like First Bank and Trust. At First Bank and Trust, you get more than a bank. You get a network across this entire community. Take a step with the bank that knows how to make small business a bigger deal. On the other side of Texas, history has its place. On the other side of Texas, justice rules the case. They don't like it, they don't love it. They say we're all wrong, but on the other side of Texas halls, we roll on. Rolling along here on the other side of Texas. Glad that you are making it a point to join us. Appointment Radio, Appointment Podcast. Uh, Jay West Texas Leeson rolling along with you here from the studios. Made Buddy Holly famous. Going to have Daniel, the digital millennial guru, uh, call in about 10 minutes from now. Daniel, the digital millennial guru. Not a mouthful. It's my nickname for him. You should hear my longer name for him. Uh, is on the road, and we'll let you. We'll let him tell you uh, where he's going. Very well connected, Grammy award winning digital producer of the program. If you follow our Facebook, you know where it comes from. It's not me. It's that guy. And uh, have Daniel get in with us. Hope you're having a fair Friday. Good Friday home. How about your Red Raiders last night? Those of you who claim the Red Raiders. How about Michigan walking into a buzzsaw? And that's exactly what you saw last night. Now, I think that Gonzaga is probably up for the same thing. Um, A little bit more difficult with Gonzaga, but holy cow, 20-point lead in the second half and pretty much withholding it what they win by 19 daniel's not here so i can't get it verified right now uh but those red raiders they're for real that's why i picked them going into the final four in my bracket in my office winning bracket right now i hope all you guys are listening because i'm killing the bracket in office right now and uh just filled out one bracket should have filled out like a thousand dollar bracket only filled out a five dollar bracket but uh just completely killing it looking forward to some final uh sweet 16 action tonight uh this is where i'm going to start you'll check out uh brian mudd's program on sunday Sunday morning, 11.30, 11.05 p.m., 11.30 a.m., 11.05 p.m. Uh, you can catch yours truly, a face for television, if I might say so myself, talking about the Texas legislature, breaking it down. And I do want to break down some of it here. It is confounding to me now listen i'm going to talk about texas politics and for you guys that tune in for the original funny and smart programming just stick with me for just a second because we're going to talk about texas politics 
but I'm going to make it 101 level and we're going to walk through this together and I'll start so basic as this in every odd number year the Texas legislature meets for about six months and it's the most important form of government in your life uh, city council the county eh the national level eh the state of Texas is where it goes down and what we have transpiring in the Texas legislature this week they passed their budget house bill one the only constitutionally required action of the Texas legislature is to pass a budget which they did on Wednesday night going into Thursday morning now House Bill 2 says if your city or your county or whatever governing body increases their taxes by 2.5% by 2.5 or more it must go to voters in order to be increased so you can go up to 2.4 but once you meet 2.5 you've got to go to the citizens and let them decide now that i have to spend so much time explaining texas politics says that a lot of people don't understand what's happening locally or at the state level and that's what a lot of people on both sides of this bill are hoping is that people are not terribly informed because there are problems if you live in a place like lubbock that has a population increase of around three percent a year then you're going to bust at 2.5 percent and then you got to look at hospitals and what hospitals ask for and hospitals are going to ask for more than 2.5 you know why because hospitals the county hospitals treat people that are at the detention level to the penal level in jail or they treat in in some cases prison and in some in also they well that that's on the hospital level and then you get into the school districts and the school districts are being gutted at the state level and folks with properties are having to pay off the difference so you've got a chairman of the ways and means committee that deals with taxes his name is dustin burroughs he's out of lubbock house district 83 his district essentially looks like a peace sign inside the lubbock city loop and then outside the loop stretches the four borders of lubbock county stretches down three counties to the southwest three counties to the southeast burroughs has tried on the house level to exempt school districts and hospitals but the bill is still problematic for cities that are incurring growth like lubbock is incurring growth um we've gone and this isn't just this isn't burroughs this is a lot of other folks and by the way the same people who are running burroughs up the wall right now are the same people who said that bob duncan got fired from texas tech because of improper 
uh, financial activity and since have shut up they don't have anything to say about it so whenever you hear people knee-jerking against burrow now listen i may be a critic in a couple of weeks but i'll be a well-founded critic of the house bill uh but i'm not going to go in on ideology and tear a guy apart i'm going to give him the opportunity to meet my worst expectation and we'll see how that plays out so here's how the legislature is shaking down right now next week we're going to do a school finance debate more to say about this after daniel the digital millennial guru but next week you're going to have a school finance bill pumping nine million nine billion dollars into public education the week after you're going to come to house bill two and calling elections that are more than 2.5 percent and i'm going to tell you right now the kumbaya in the house passed a unanimous budget but it could all come crashing down next week and i'm not hoping for it i don't wait for the world to burn but i think now you're going to see a brave new world in the texas house and what the politics there are going to look like thereafter going to get into a quickie break a lot there a lot to break down daniel the digital millennial guru coming up 515 stick right with us here on the other side of texas to the sound of hailstones hitting ten. it's loud enough you gotta yell now the whole thing hits me like a song the pretty one won't last long daniel the digital millennial guru up uh here shortly but <clears throat> to go back to the conversation prior i do think that you're gonna see a lot of acrimony begin to develop in the Texas House next week as they debate school finance. And I was asked about this over the break, and let me just say, there are representatives who have no idea what's in the budget and how it could impact their districts uh, on the runs. Uh, the runs being how it's going to impact their districts, their independent school districts within <clears throat> within their respective districts as a state representatives usually about 200,000 people um I'm, I'm sorry it's closer to i have to go back and look it's hundreds of thousands of people within the school within a representative's district they don't know and the fear is that they're going to find out the day of and it could be a lengthy bill and it, just imagine if you were asked to vote on something and you didn't have the language in you and maybe the bill is a couple of hundred pages and you're expected to vote on it the day of a little bit problematic and it could be extremely problematic for rural districts smaller districts and suburban districts so be following that closely next week and then house bill 2 the 2.5 percent uh, increase with a rollback rate election that coming up as well uh, getting some senses out of Lubbock it's not going well on those parts but somebody that's out on the road that probably is well is our friend Daniel the digital millennial guru how are you doing Daniel oh Jay I'm doing great feeling great loving this great city that we're in and you know just speaking of running uh, 
Wait, no. Are you I'm doing? doing good. Are you doing your Dan Pope impersonation? Yeah, Jay. You know, I, I run every morning, and you know, when I'm going down those hills, I go into uh, you know the rivers that are around Lubbock, and I just think about how beautiful this place is. Uh, you know, my first thought is like, on the 26th, I'm gonna have this huge marathon where I force other people to run all around the loop, and it's huge, like uh, were you, were you, nightmare. Are, are they forced? I would hope so. It's called the Mayor's Marathon. They're supposed to chase me. So they're gonna they're gonna chase. You. Uh, yeah. I, uh, hey, I think you're coming along with the uh, Dan Pope impersonation. Oh, you think so? You know, I actually won last year, which was actually kind of awkward because it was my event. But I won in my division, so I'm really hoping that someone of my age and acumen can step up to the plate and give me something to really fight for. But it is a little strange where having a medal for something that I'm sponsoring. Uh, Daniel, the digital millennial guru with his damn Pope impersonation. <laughs> Uh, no, that is true. He did win, he, which is actually amazing. But he he's in got, great shape. He definitely is, you know. And when I found out his age division and his time, I was like, wow, I hope he's going to be our mayor forever because he's a great mayor. He he could be the mayor forever, given those times. I really hope so. Yeah. You know, like downtown has just transformed over the last couple of years. And I'm really excited to see what uh, – you know, if we give them a little bit more time, hey, maybe it might actually turn out the way it, uh, we've dreamed it, it could be. Uh, you on the road yet? Yeah, I'm on the road. I'm in the middle of uh, New Mexico. Uh, where are you going? We're Come going on. to El Paso. Don't hold oh, back. Don't... Tell oh, everybody, man. Daniel, don't Digital even... Millennial Guru, what is your destination? Come on, humble we're gonna, we're gonna We're going to see what's up with this Speedo guy. Now you're uh, so, you're throwing yourself under right now, Beto. Yeah. You're going to Beto O'Rourke's what? Uh, his his uh, I guess in, in his event, like his uh, it's a rally, and then but we're... just to his event, or are you going somewhere else? Come on! Oh, oh we might we uh, Saba as well likes uh, you know per your your bride Saba, yeah. And uh, uh, Grammy so we, a win, oh, Grammy award winning Saba Nafis. That's true. And, and, and you won a uh, Grammy too, but hers was as, more impressive. For, yeah, that's true. Um, uh, yeah, we'll probably uh, be staying with their staff, and uh, we might get to interact a little bit with uh, uh, with the staff. You know, or are you staying yeah. at O'Rourke's house? Oh, Saba doesn't want me to stay anymore. I'm going to say his house. That's what I'm oh, saying. Really? I'm saying okay. that you've got your GPS set for the house. Sorry, Saba. You want to put Saba on? Let her explain it? Nah, she's focused. I'm trying to stay chill. Okay, because so. that could make for a weird car ride. For the, How long does it take to get to El Paso? Uh, It takes about five hours. And we're at the three-hour mark, so I'm trying to keep the last three hours, uh, you know, oh, harmonious. You, you've only got three hours left. Yeah. So you know what's really great? It, is but at least you can change. give me this. You yeah. may or may not be staying at the O'Rourke household tonight. That is true. 
So you're probably staying at the O'Rourke house tonight. I would say that's more. Uh, I would say it's more on the forty-five percent range. Then, because that sounds like a sixty-five percent range. Yeah, I'm at sixty-five. I think that. Okay. I think you're sharing well, towels at that point. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. So I'm at least that back. The, okay. So <laughs> here's what I want next week. Okay, what do you want? Next week, I want a review of the O'Rourke household and yeah. how you liked your breakfast, uh, what you thought of the towels, where where they go cheap with you on the towels, where the where the sheets where they should be for the level of guests that he was hosting. Um, those are all the critical points of feedback I want. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll let you know, kind of, uh, if he puts poop in a bowl and says it's an avocado. Yeah, or did you, hear, did you read about that green peas in uh, in guacamole? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, I don't know if you've read that story, but there, I mean, there's a period of time when they were really trying to uh, burn uh, Beto, and uh, his name is yeah. Beto. Can you say it oh. correctly? Uh, El Senor Beto. It's Beto. Okay. Yeah, it's Beto. Yeah, for sure it is. Okay, I'm just trying to I help just you. I call here. him Robert. Okay, well, call him Robert or call him Beto, but don't call him Beto. Okay. I'm I'm still trying to figure it out. There's a lot of uh, choices this election, you know, and and also uh, there. Uh, Wait, are you telling me you aren't sold on Beto O'Rourke, and you may be may be headed for his house? I- are you there? I, I like, yeah, yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can now. Okay. Yeah, I'm saying that the the verdict's still out, and uh, you know this is Saba is really she. Okay, I don't know if you can hear her in the car. It sounds like she's, she's not like, happy. She's not happy with what I'm saying right now. But does and, she? Does she? You want to put her on speakerphone? Okay, let's see what happens. Hey, we're here with uh, the famous, infamous Saba Nafis. Yeah, uh, Grammy Award-winning Saba Nafis. Hey, Saba, it sounds like he has some things to say in the background. What's going on? Uh, yeah, Daniel is uh, screwing all this up. Okay, how how is he screwing it up? I mean, we both support Beto, and we've already told him he's got our support, so he can't be walking that back now. He can't be saying, well, there's all these choices. No. We only got one choice. We already made it. Well, that puts me in an awkward spot. Uh, no, you're going to be put in a spot where I put you. <laughs> uh, so, Daniel, your your response. Well, with any relationship, there's challenges. And, um, Are you, you know, relationship the, with Beto or your wife? Uh, I mean, I would say my spouse, but I mean, relationships are complicated. There's always a negotiation. I'm sure, you know, you spoke with Charity whenever you were coming up with the options of who to vote for. Yeah, and, uh, Charity uh, is not a Trump fan, let me just say. Um, so, what was that like? Uh, well, I never took off on a road trip to stay at Donald Trump's house, first of all, but um, wow. 
It was. It it, it's it's remained pretty awkward. Yeah. 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 I would say that. Wait, who are who, who are you? Who are you in for? Who am I in for? I really um, Kamala Harris. I think Kamala Harris is pretty strong choice, and I. I I read an article about Beto being with Kamala, and uh, I thought that was an excellent choice. Uh, Bannon wait, saying that. Wait, um, so Kamala Beto twenty twenty is that what you're saying? Holy man! And and I'm I'm kind of a strange duck when it comes to my you know my uh, political spectrum. I definitely I hold uh, quite a few conservative values. Um, there are a few issues where I I, I lean left, and uh, you know Beto is more of a, a moderate, um, depending on where you're from, and I also see him as the uh, almost the, the Democrat Trump uh, in some ways. He, you know the the main party does not like him; uh, they hate him worse than Bernie Sanders, which is very strange. Um, he's uh, the people's. He's a people's person. He's a populist, and I think he could do for the Democrats what Trump did for the Republicans: completely redefine the party, um, maybe uh, you know shake off some uh, more radical uh, views, and uh, kind of you know add a, a new jolt of energy to the party and some chaos, which is needed. I think there's too much, uh, I mean, there's too many dynasties. I mean, they're saying, like, Biden's number one. It's like, it's just a repeat of Hillary. And he's run three times. This will be his third time. And I think, and then the Pete guy, um, I'm like, man, that guy, that's never going to happen. Wait, so, uh, the Pete Butt guy? Yeah, Pete Butt. But a gulag. But a gulag. Vote, but <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not sure that's going to work. And they, I, they're promoting him to uh, distract people from uh, uh, Mr. O'Rourke. So I really think that if you want to throw some chaos into the primaries for Democrats, and you want to throw them off, and maybe get rid of some. Uh, you know, institutional players, um, and you're a Republican, get in there and vote for Beto in the primary and really cause some trouble because uh, you don't want Biden and, uh, you know, some of these other people that are coming up. And as much as, and Saba is. Well, wait, wait, what's Saba say? Okay. No, put it on speakerphone. Let's hear from her. Here, Saba. I said we still do love and respect Joe. He's great. But you're supporting Beto. Yeah, because he's like a mentor and have personal connection with him. So you don't you don't support Biden. You just love him. You think he's great. Uh yeah. I mean I I had the chance to be somewhat connected to the Obama administration back in the day and just doing some young youth leadership things and uh, you know Saba, tell me this. Tell me this, please. As somebody who watches this, 
from the other side of the spectrum, why should I consider... Well, I'm not going to ask you why I should consider the Democrat. But what I am going to ask you is, why Beto over Biden? Oh, my gosh, that's hard. Well, like I said, I have a very um, good personal relationship with Beto and his family. I mean, with the Senate race that he ran, I felt like I was close to that race and um, helped out with that campaign. And, um, you know, so I, I really have a lot of respect for him and his family. And now that they're running, I feel like... You know, I, I need to support them because I do believe in him as a young, great leader who can really lead our country. So, um, and it's not that I'm not supporting Biden; uh, it's that I am supporting Beto. So, no, but you got to support one or the other, Saba. Like there has to be yeah. e- exclusion and inclusion here. You're telling me that I ought to vote for Beto over Biden, and yeah. but why? Well, I think that um, I was, you know, leader who has a lot of great energy, who has the ability to really look at both sides and listen to people and be um, extremely personable. I'm not saying that that Biden isn't doing that. Uh, I'm just saying that that Beto is able to do that very good, and he did, you know, attract a lot of attention through the Senate race. Um, and now I think people. He's gaining a lot a lot of traction also with this race so um i think that it would be good to support somebody like him again like biden's also great but my personal reason for supporting Beto is because of my personal connection with him and knowing like actually knowing that he's somebody who is who is going to listen to each person and really like look in their eyes and be real you know i don't i don't have that experience from biden you know so personally i can't say that for him and I mean, and also we need we need some new uh, new leadership uh, in the administration. So um, I think this might be a good chance. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna mull on that, Saba. Yeah. Yeah. What Saba's, uh, you know, really advising me on how I should exercise my rights as a citizen, and you know, we'll come to a conclusion whenever I'm. In the ballot box, you know. So it we'll, didn't, we'll see it, how that goes. But it didn't really sound like she was advising you, by the way. It no, sounded, she totally it, wasn't. It sounded like she told you the choice has been made. Yeah, she's telling me right now that she controls my vote. So, yeah. we'll, we'll work that out. What about women's lib, dude? What about, like, man's lib? Yeah, don't get me started on liberating men. But tell, tell her... Charity didn't. She didn't. She didn't control my vote. Tell me. Maybe our situations. No, 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 no. Our our situations are very similar. You just tell her charity. Okay. Charity didn't uh, control Jay's vote. All right, that's all I do. Has some dignity hey. for a human being, man. Charity, charity let Jay vote however which way he wanted. And talk about it however he wanted. And express his views. Yeah. Okay. Now, speakerphone, speakerphone, speakerphone. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Have I ruined the road trip? Have we Hold ruined on. the road trip? <laughs> no. We're, we're still in a harmonious region. Okay, good. So I was saying that Charity's name itself applies that, implies that she is generous, 
giving and very understanding. I mean, my name doesn't quite imply that. So I'm, I, she's way sweeter than me. So I hey, understand that I'm letting you choose. I will, I will tell you a true story. And leave it on speakerphone so Salva can hear this. Yeah. I fell asleep on election night right, right as all of the regions that Hillary uh, pretended to, to care about began to come in. Ohio, West Virginia, Ohio, and then it swung over into the upper Midwest. And it looked like it was in favor, but I just couldn't take any more. I fell asleep. The next morning, I had AP on my phone, like a good radio host would, AP notifications on the Twitter. And Saba, I went into my bedroom and told my wife, woke her up at like 6 o'clock in the morning, and said, I'm sorry, I didn't really think it was going to happen, but it happened. And that's a true confession online, on air with you. But she did not control my vote, Saba. Well, that's amazing. <laughs> Wonderful for you. I apologize because there were a lot of people who jumped in with me on Trump, and I felt like I was somewhat of an influencer in that. And, uh, and yeah, I, I went in and told my wife, I'm sorry, I didn't think he would really win. <laughs> Though I did think that there was a good chance. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think Trump has been great for America. Hey, dude, I, yeah. what's going to wind up happening is that you're going to drive Saba up to Beto's house tonight, and then you're going to yeah. stay at the Holiday Inn Express. Okay. Uh, I'm being facetious. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, like, I was listening to the uh, show yesterday, and mm-hmm. you had a pretty big announcement, which... Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty happy for. I think it's going to be excellent. But because you know, you're all about to... the digital new age, I'm a little bit more reluctant than you are. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about it took this. Some convincing. But we're going to we're going to talk. Yeah, it did take some convincing. We're going to talk about this coming up after you get off the phone with us. And I'm not rushing you off, but we're going to take oh. April off uh, from on air radio, and we're going to go to. Sure our podcast where you tell me we've got pretty substantial listenership and it's growing and yeah so I'm, it's, it's I'm, growing really well i'm i'm pleasantly surprised uh, i mean the the show month over month we pick up new listeners and our social has just exploded in the last six weeks um i really feel like we're starting to hit a nerve and i think uh you know, there's some benefits to being a, a, a digital-only platform, and yeah, I'm interested to explore that. You're asking me to become the only digital first, the first digital-only platform, which is a little bit nerve-wracking for me. Um, but we're going to try it out, and we're going to see how it goes, and we're going to be in the digital millennial guru uh, recording studios, and yeah. we'll, we'll see. That I won a Grammy in. You did win a Grammy there. Yeah, which did, is very Did Buddy random. Holly ever win a Grammy? Um, posthumously. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm probably saying this wrong, but... Posthumous. Yeah. Post, oh, my gosh. I can't say that word. Did he win one? I I think, uh, you know, like a... Yes, I think so. He might have. Uh, like a lifetime achievement award, or in, in a historical context, 
like they may have honored him. You know, it really freaked me out whenever uh, I I saw that they were going to do a hologram tour. I was like, next thing you know, they're going to do like a clone tour, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then they're going to do like a zombie tour where they, you know they bring the clone back after it dies. It's going to be gross. Gross. Well, are you trying to go to break? Yeah, I'm about to go to break. I'm uh, I googled Buddy Holly Grammy. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Hall of Fame. He was a lifetime achievement, 1997, 99. Yeah. Peggy Sue. So yeah, I would say maybe like, maybe he's on your platform at this point. I don't know. I would think. I mean, he's still on the radar. People still venerate him. I mean, the Beach Boys were in town like a couple. Uh, maybe it was last week. You know, to go to Buddy Holly Center. Um, so it's. Uh, it's excellent that he's from Lubbock and he has that Lubbock spirit and was able to capture that and you know that spirit raves on you know so I'm really excited that rave on buddy to, yeah rave on uh, all my respect for you and Saba and uh, thank you hope you have safe travels and that you come out and that we get a good Airbnb review of Beto O'Rourke's residence coming up next week. Yeah, I'll let you know if there's any crystals in there or what's going on with that. Yeah, there you go. Daniel, the digital millennial guru. Thanks for checking in, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. All right, talk to you later. Bye. Wow. Uh, I really hope that they have a good drive and that there's not a lot of fighting. That in- mm. But good candid. Daniel, the digital millennial guru. Come back, uh, a fight. It seems like something of a fight's broken out in the Texas House and Senate. Glad to bring it to you right here after the break I'm on Other out, Side. Searching for something that I still care about. I'm looking up to the sky. your best friends with the founder of the Lubbock County Militia, you get your own radio show. It's the other side of Texas with Jay Leeson. I'm a big, big man. Not just in size or in stature, terms space that can't be filled. I'm a bottomless canyon, down to drop the spill. Oh, man. I'm a bottomless yep. canyon, down to drop the spill. Hey, uh, all your commercial, industrial, residential, real estate needs, I'm suited up right now. I'm ready to go. Uh, ready to go to bat for you. Contact me, Jay Leeson, 806-543-1317. Take care of all your real estate needs. Anything that you need to procure. Again, commercial, industrial, residential, whatever the case might be. Get back into the program here as we get into the final portion. Alex Jones, the Austin-based provocateur, provocateur, um, famous Alex Jones. Let's hear from Alex Jones right now, shall we? You think I am like shocked by it, so I'm up here bashing it because I don't like gay people. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Do you understand that? Alex Jones, the Austin-based provocateur, embroiled in several lawsuits filed by parents of victims of the 2012 
Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting said in a dis, uh, de, deposition, excuse me, released Friday that his conspiracy thinking was a kind of mental disorder. This is Jonathan T. Love of the Austin American Statesman Jones who repeatedly claimed on his internet and radio show InfoWars that the mass shooting in Newtown, Connecticut was a hoax, told lawyers, quote, almost had he, quote, almost had a form of psychosis back in the past where I basically thought everything was staged and even though I now, I'm now learning of times things aren't staged jones blamed his mental state on quote the trauma of the media and the corporations lying so much then everything begins you don't trust anything anymore kind of like a child whose parents lie to them over and over again well pretty soon they don't know what reality is Alex, tell us what happened. Who hurt you? Who hurt you, Alex Jones, that you're able to form that sort of analogy? The admissions came toward the end of a three-hour deposition recorded in a downtown Austin law office March 14 in one of several lawsuits brought in Austin, Connecticut, and Virginia against Jones by parents of children killed in the shooting, the suits contend that Jones repeated claims that the shootings were staged and showed a reckless regard for the truth and for the distress and real harm he was causing parents piling torment on their tragedies. Alex Jones is a crazy man. And um, if that's breaking news for you, then you've not been paying attention to reality. But this hour, we can confirm right here on the other side of Texas, Alex Jones is a crazy man. And anybody who's listened to him uh, needs to be warned that they have been listening to a crazy man. A good fight breaking out in the House and Senate. And I like Burroughs' play here. Um, State Senator Paul Betancourt, whose tummy is full and his mind is empty, uh, going to war with the Texas House. And this is uh, reported by Casey Polak of the Texas Tribune. Uh Senator Paul Betancourt posts on his Facebook page that property tax reform and relief is top priority for all Texans, as well as the Texas Senate under the leadership of Lieutenant Governor Patrick. Kisses, rings, and other things, Betancourt. And Betancourt and Patrick are longtime radio buddies. Uh, That for context. My bill, SB2 seeks to lower the low the rollback rate election from 8% to 2.5% and include all taxing units, cities, counties, schools and special districts to stop government from growing 2 to 3 times faster than Texas's paychecks. I mentioned to you at the top of the hour here 
that school districts and hospital districts, hospital districts because they treat inmates and they treat from people from outside hospital county hospital districts treat people from without the county um Bettencourt wants to come down on them as well which would be catastrophic to a lot of a lot of county hospitals especially the urban hospitals that are working on margins and you know very seldom have you ever heard me Jay West Texas leasing go on the radio and want to be a a provocateur a um an ally of big urban regions that have their own radio voices to do it for them but that's what Bettencourt wants to do and uh Burroughs has pulled those from his house version of the bill uh he says taxes Texas taxpayers eventually demand that school taxes be included in the package as it is the only way to hold down your total property tax. Read and agree, Betancourt says, to which Burroughs responds in the comments, send us the bill already. I thought the plan that I thought the plan was what what is the delay? I think he meant what I thought that's what the plan was. Uh, what is the delay? Uh, Bettencourt not sending it over. I've talked to numerous people over the past few days in Austin. On behalf of this listenership and this audience, and asked what's going to happen in the next two weeks in the Texas legislature. And some have said, if you thought that... Um, if you thought that Strauss versus Patrick was nasty... Uh, hold our beer and watch this uh, that things are going to get very contentious between the House and the Senate in the days to come between the House version of House Bill 2 which would cut and make any tax increase over 2.5% that excludes school districts and hospital districts um, would have to go to voters the Senate holding fast on including hospital districts and school districts. And, you know, for me, the real problem here for both for both institutions, the House and the Senate, the problem for me is this. And get out into a quick break here in a second. The real problem is that I looked at the Lubbock City budget today. And some 60-plus percent goes towards law enforcement. And if they ask for more, it's going to go to voters. Well, voters may up or down that, and and that's what the vote's about, is do do voters want more police or less police? And then it becomes, what a boondoggle all this is going to become for political consultants that have to run these campaigns and those are going to be the real you guys are the real winners here you political consultants because that's the mess that we're being put in but i thought it important to bring up that uh, burroughs squaring off against Bettencourt. uh the kumbaya is over and here we enter into a new age uh, going to catch a quick break and close out with you here on this edition of the program. A couple of minutes, quickie break. Be right back with you here on the other side of Texas. You've been in 
Welcome back to The Other Side with Jay Leeson. As uh, we close out this edition of the program, I do want to remind you what we brought up in this program and what I spoke at length about yesterday. Going to take a break in April. Got some household uh, issues that I need to address. Uh, Nothing bad. Uh, It's all good. Just trying to figure out how to handle all of these responsibilities and look out for uh, folks, as I try to do here on the radio program, and uh, you, you can still download the app, pass along to friends, just send an email to a few friends. Hey, have you checked this out? And uh, or text it to a few friends. Um, check out other side of Texas. Still going to be doing programs. We're just going to take a break uh, from radio. It's a lot of prep to bring you a quality program, and. Uh, just going to try to downsize a little bit and then look at some other markets to get into so uh that's where we stand right now and also plan on i've been asked about my standing in the um in the lubbock avalanche journal folks listen on the lubbock avalanche journal and amarillo globe news i asked for the same thing for a little bit of space it's not um uh, they've been super gracious with me. Really appreciate uh, those folks there, and um, a, a lot of good friends there at uh, both those publications. It's not that I'm going away. It's just that we're trying to figure some things out at the Lisa and Ponderosa. And Doug Hensley and his group has been fantastic at the Avalanche Journal. Nothing bad to say there uh, with the Avalanche Journal and amarillo globe news but uh just going to take a quick inhale exhale over the next month and figure out where we need to go what's best and i i certainly appreciate your thoughts with us as as we think through that and uh gonna just i mean people have underestimated me and that's fine they've underestimated you and that's fine uh but still standing and that's what we plan on doing. So uh, that's the the word I want to leave you with as I exit radio, uh, on-air radio for the next month and take a little sabbatical and then get back in and we'll see where things go from there. Uh, Jay West Texas Leeson signing off. Gonna get home. Gotta get home. Great family. Above average dinner waiting for me there at the Ponderosa. Until next time, my friends. Rave on, buddies. Rave on. We'll see you next edition of Other Side of Texas. Honey,